Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas and this week I want to talk to you about probiotics, which is everybody's favorite, right? (laughs) I've talked in the past about the gut microbiome and its relation to both brain health as well as performance. So if you have not listened to those episodes, I would highly encourage you to go back and give those a listen. But today I want to talk specifically about probiotic supplementation and its usefulness or lack thereof (laughs) for cognitive performance measures. So what do we know about probiotics so far? Well, we have some interesting preclinical research, okay, that shows that chronic probiotic administration can help modulate the mood state in a favorable way. And by that, all I mean is that it can help reduce things like anxiety and depression. So pretty cool, pretty suggestive, very promising stuff. We also have some other evidence that chronic probiotic administration might be able to help improve memory as well as sustained attention. All that is sounding awesome. Now, the current researchers, what they wanted to do was they wanted to see if a specific strain of probiotic can be useful for some of these cognitive or mood changes. Most previous literature uses these blends where it's like all sorts of bacteria are in there. And so this is the thing I really like about the study that I'm about to go over is that they used a single strain. Okay. And so what these researchers did is they wanted to find a single strain that might be useful. And they screened a bunch of potential strains. They were like, hey, all these look kind of promising. And they landed on this specific one, which is Bifidobacterium longum 1714. It's kind of weird to me. This is a trademarked strain. (laughs) But the Bifidobacterium longum are present in a lot of our food and fermented products naturally. So uh, you can get them in other ways outside of supplementation for sure. But just wanted to let you know that This is now trademarked because of the promising results. (laughs) So the researchers, when this was all going down, they landed on this one because there was these early research trials which were showing that this Bifidobacterium longum had the ability to alter stress-related behaviors. It also had the ability to alter our physiology and cognitive function. So that paired up with the other suggestive research on probiotics in general, improving the things like memory and sustained attention, they, they were saying, okay, let's try this single strain in a population of healthy volunteers. Let's see what, what, what'll, what'll happen. And so that's what they did. And the lead researcher was Allen, A-L-L-E-N. This was done in 2016. And what they wanted to do was see what happens when you compare four weeks of placebo to four weeks of probiotic supplementation. And how they structured this was a little bit interesting. And so let me walk you through that real quick. They have you come in for baseline data to start before you've been given placebo and before you've been given any probiotic. And then everybody is then given four weeks of placebo. 
after the four weeks of placebo, you again do your cognitive tests and your stress tests. Then you are given four weeks of probiotic, everybody. And at the end of the four weeks of probiotic, then you are again given those same tests, okay, those, those cognitive and stress-related tests. And then there was also a two-week follow-up after people discontinued use of probiotic. And so this ordering had me a little bit nervous when I was first reading through it. And the reason is because it stacks the deck in the favor of the probiotic. And what I mean by this is there's a learning effect that occurs whenever you take the same test over and over again. So just imagine that you took a test for the first time and then hopefully you would do better the second time, right? <laughs> and then hopefully you do even better at the third test. And so because everybody was following the sequence of baseline, post placebo, and then post probiotic, just because it's the third test, you would presume that the probiotic is going to be the most favorable right off the bat, right? And so that had me a little bit nervous because it, it looks like they're trying to skew it and force the probiotic to look better than it might really be. But then when I started looking at the tasks, the researchers did carefully choose tasks that in the literature previously do not show a habituation effect. They do not show a learning effect. So, you know, thumbs up, nice work to them. Um, this structure allowed them to do a repeated measures analysis, which actually makes the data a little bit more clean. And by repeated measures, what that means is you compare yourself to yourself. So this will remove inter-individual variance that normally occurs because it's going to compare, hey, did you do better on probiotic than you on placebo? And so I like that. And it, this structure allowed them to do that in this manner and keep everything a little bit streamlined and keep the data nice and neat. <clears throat> so the stress test <laughs> is, is kind of interesting actually. And I just, I need to take a minute to walk you through what they actually did because I think this is, I think this was kind of funny. So they take you to this creepy room, right? It's kind of like an interrogation room, all right? There's a guy in a lab coat, and he's sitting across from this stark table, all right? It's like a plain metal table, and there's this very serious-looking man on the other side. Sitting on the table is a bowl of ice water, okay? It has been chilled to be freezing. Next to this very stern-looking man is a camera, and it's pointing very obviously at the chair that you're supposed to be sitting in. This, this guy, this stern-looking man on the other side, he's told that he has to remain completely emotionless and be extremely formal with you this entire time. And so he tells you to sit down and put your hand in the ice-cold water. And he also tells you that this camera is going to be looking at your face to measure any facial changes that are occurring. And you're also told that this guy, this stern looking man, he is a master at recognizing all nonverbal behavior cues. <laughs> so if you can imagine all that, it sounds pretty stressful to me, okay? And the test ends, whichever comes first, either three minutes of your hand in the ice water, or if you just say, I can't take this anymore, I'm done. And the stressor was has been shown in the past to be a real stressor, and they, they can prove it with salivary cortisol levels, and in fact, they did just to measure stress responses. 
and, and no surprise it was elevated across the board for all participants, whether it was baseline, whether it was placebo, or whether it was probiotic. And the interesting results were that the total stress was less in the probiotic condition. And by that, I mean that there was less cortisol, the saliva, than in the placebo conditions. And not only that, but they also reported less anxiety. So that's pretty cool. Reported daily stress levels also decreased steadily while on the probiotic, and it finally became significant at week four. And the more interesting thing is that the stress levels returned to normal at the two-week follow-up after they had stopped taking the probiotic. They also did a paired associate learning task, and placebo did better than the pretest, and the probiotic did slightly better than the placebo, just barely. And how this task works, just I didn't talk about it earlier, but how this how this learning task goes is it's a remember the sequence game. And it gets progressively longer. So there's these little tiles and they point to the tiles and they're like, hey, there's this is tile one and that's tile two. And then you have to remember and say back to the researcher, okay, that was tile one and that's tile two. And then this keeps getting longer and longer and longer and to the point where there's up to eight tiles in a particular sequence that you have to remember on this board. And so the trial ends when either you fail a bunch or if you make it all the way up to eight and get it successfully. So what does this all mean? The effects in mice were much more pronounced than in humans, okay? So probiotic supplementation seemed to have a very pronounced effect in mice as far as reducing stress and enhancing brain function. The magnitude was much less in humans, and you know, that's, that's why we need to do these trials in humans. You can't just take trials at face value in rodents. The thing about this study, again, that I'll mention that I really like is most studies use blends of probiotics, and it's really hard to determine which strain is actually causing the changes that you're seeing, okay? And so this was the first one that used a single probiotic strain, to my knowledge, and showed some sort of effect. So I said that there was an improvement in the paired associate learning task, that tile game, right? They don't actually know what caused that. They think it might have something to do with the reduction in daily stress that occurred as as people were taking the probiotics, and maybe that led to these improvements in our spatial learning and memory from this task. And regardless, you know, it seemed to help, right, which is what we care about. It did seem to help, and it's consistent with all the other data. And so that's what I love to see is all the arrows pointing in the same direction, right? So my my final takeaway or final recommendation here is just if you are looking for a, pro- a probiotic and you do care about improvements in spatial learning and memory and you do care about reducing your stress levels, then getting one with this particular strain, this Bifidobacterium longum 1714, seems like it could be a good move. And as I did mention, the strain is now trademarked. So, you know, if you don't want to go buy this particular probiotic, whatever, I'm not here to try to be a salesman. I'm always food first, as you know. You can get this from food sources, okay? So Bifidobacterium can be found in a lot of food types. A lot of your goat dairy products, things like yogurt, kefir, have have this bifidobacterium in there. Seaweed also does, as well as miso soup, okay? 
And you can also increase your own natural bifidobacterium that are currently living in your gut by consuming some prebiotics, which again, we've talked about in the past. But eating fiber-rich foods such as fruits, vegetables, and whole grains will naturally increase your, your own bifidobacterium population. So eat some probiotic foods, eat some prebiotic foods and fibers, and you will naturally increase your population of this particular bacteria and start reaping all these benefits. All right. Hopefully that was of interest to you this week. I hope you found some value in it. And I thought that study was interesting. If you have found any value in this podcast at all, if you can, please do share it with a friend. I am trying to grow it and I could really use your help. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.